Hello and welcome to Sad Nine Books. Uh, I might sound a little bit more excited because I have two of my friends, two of my sadna leaders joining me today. And we're going to talk about like uh, what it means for us to do sadna every day. Uh, how has doing sadna early in the morning affected us, changed us? Uh, how it what contribution it brought into our life and um, yeah and in general about kundalini yoga practice and any other spiritual practice because I know you guys do all kinds of other things too as well so we can go into that <laughs> but first uh, I wanted to I actually looked up what does sadhana mean the word and uh, it comes from Sanskrit, sad. Sad means uh, something that gets you to the goal. And in its root, it sadhana can be anything. Wherever you want to go, sadhana will take you there. So if your sadhana has to do with um, living life, that's called like karma. You're creating karma. right? If your sadhana has to do with maybe... Uh, practicing spiritual discipline that it will get you there it will get you to spiritual understanding um or it can be uh sadhana can be uh it's kind of like a practice right so if um you want to be a better actor you're going to be practicing acting if you want to be better piano player you're going to practice piano playing so this is exactly what sadhana is it's a practice that gets you the quickest way to your goal mm-hmm. So we are practicing spiritual sadhana, and uh, and it definitely gets me. I feel like into a deeper understanding of life, and we also do it. Uh, and you know, guys, know, but I'm just explaining it to others if they want to join us. Um, we do it every morning at five forty-five Eastern time, um, just before the sunrise, and then. Throughout the sadhana, the sun comes out and we see it. Mm-hmm. So it's a very special time of the day where we can tune in to that spiritual frequency, where the whole world is a little bit quiet and maybe everybody in the house is still sleeping and you can go deeper into yourself. So that's just my little spiel at the beginning. Yeah. It's very different in the morning. I'm I, I still practice with you guys because I love joining you guys, but um, doing it at 1045 is not the same. <laughs> you feel like a warrior, you know, and I feel like uh, it's such a magical time to see the sunrise and be up before the sunrise too. It's so, your meditation is deeper, um, and yeah, that's it. It's like everything else is quiet. So you're not going to get disturbed. You know, you've, well, you're very unlikely to get disturbed anyway. Because <laughs> that's it. Most people are sleeping and yeah. And it's much harder, right? So Alice usually yeah. practices with us in the morning, but because now you are in England, it's yeah. you still want to join us, which is absolutely fantastic, but I'm yeah. sure it is harder. Yeah, I mean, that's it. It's, I, I just... I love the connection that we have, even though we've never met. We're all on Zoom. Some of us, you know, we don't see the faces. Um, but it's just, it's nice, you know, we know we've 
done it together so much and I don't know it's like a connection there and uh yeah I feel, I've said it before like I feel like I've spent some time with some friends <laughs> it's just a nice way to start the day yeah 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 and even though like as you said we haven't met we don't even talk that much but it's like a, a spiritual understanding on another level yeah like yeah. I feel like I've known you for years and years yeah yeah same yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um, I, I definitely agree with that I think um there's this soul connection that happens and it's so interesting to me because in a lot of um the teachers that I've had throughout my life you know one thing that I've held on to very very dearly is the idea that there are no accidents we all come together and it's so it's so meant for us to be together in this moment and you're right we don't necessarily chit chat like during the sadhana but I feel this connection to both of you and to everyone that joins there's a sense of knowingness that's beautiful and pure that um that really touches my heart when we practice I really value that so much yeah yeah that's why I'm still doing it even though (laughs) even though it's not the same effect well you know and uh yeah. yeah. Oh, you said it beautifully, uh, Veronica. Yeah, it's like we are on a similar frequency. We understand each other's frequency because of the practice, right? It's mm. like when we are um, doing like all of these heart opening things, it's like you feel it, you feel that expansion. And I know that you guys feel the same way then, right? Yeah. 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 Even though we're not in the same space, we're not sharing each other's energy fields yeah. which is nice to do like I I was hoping before you started this seat I was like I, I wish I could practice sadhana with people because I missed it from Montreal like get up and and go and do it with other people and you know you like uplift each other but yeah I don't know the future is on yeah. the web and it still works yeah even it if still we don't works yeah, it still works. <laughs> I am amazed by that too, even though I understand, you know, it's um yeah. The computers are not the healthiest habit, but um and I know some people are like, Oh, I don't wanna be on a computer early in the morning. But it's not the same, yeah. It to me it's like it's not being on the computer, it's being with friends. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, yeah, let's uh, share a little bit about how did you get to Kundalini Yoga or and even enlarge in, on a spiritual journey in your life? Are you going first? Or... <laughs> oh, do you want me to start? I can start, yeah. If you want to, I don't know. <laughs> um, so I think for me, probably similar to a lot of people is during periods of stress, like work and just feeling very um, bogged down with the day-to-day and feeling a sense that there has to be more. So I always practiced, you know, some version of yoga, whether it was through, and I'm going to date myself here, VHS tapes (laughs) and things like that. (laughs) Yeah, and I couldn't afford really to uh, engage in a practice till much later in my life until I was close to 40, really, a regular practice. So when I joined a studio, you know, I started with the, you know, vinyasa, the strong flows and 
But I remember taking my first Kundalini class with my teacher, Lisa Broderick. And I remember feeling like, whoa, this is not only different, this feels like I felt just in the space of just love and grace, just a lot of grace. And I was so touched by that. And I remember one time, of not one time, a lot had happened with gongs, like just using a gong at the end. And I could feel like almost a rewiring in my mind, a healing. It was like my mind was being healed. And the practice itself was just very um, transformative. And I also practiced another practice that I um, do is Jiva Mukti Yoga. And, and I did take my teacher training through Jiva Mukti Yoga. But in both, both cases, it's because of the fact that I feel at least the emphasis is um, one of the emphasis, see, sorry, sis, I don't know, um, is that, you know, being in the energetic body, feeling the lifting up, feeling uplifted, not just physically, but almost it just is your aura, your energy, everything is being uplifted, open. And I really, um, with Kundalini Yoga too, I really felt very, um, connected to the teachings because of the fact that I practice Reiki as well and teach Reiki. And I feel there is a connection with both as well as spiritual practices. So for me, it went from a very physical practice to a very spiritual path and practice for myself. And that is something that I think, um, I think it's a very common story, maybe for a lot of people, you go in because of the physical aspects and benefits. And then all of a sudden, you're like, no, this is about what life is and what it means. And being on your path and understanding that you have a path to be on. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. And sometimes it like surprises you, right? Like, I wasn't looking for that, but I'm so glad I found it. Like, yeah, I wasn't looking to have a better life or a healthier life. I just wanted to have like a, 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 you know, feel fit in my body. And all of a sudden, oh, that's where I am. <laughs> Great. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about um, you, Alice? Yeah, for me, uh, you know, I, I started yoga because um, I wanted to get in shape and maybe lose a little bit of weight. And I did the videos and got some books and stuff like that. Um, but it was just like at one point in my life, I was in between things. And I went to a cafe and I found a flyer for teacher training. And I was like, that's what I'm going to do. I've never done Kundalini yoga before. I had no idea what I was getting into. Wow. So I was like, can I really teach that? It's kind of weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I and then I got into uh, Hatha yoga because um, I wanted to, you know, I just jumped right in. It, and it's like I thought I needed more uh, training. And but I to me, Kundalini is is the most powerful. It just like it gets you there, you know, Um and that's why I love that we get to practice together to, because it makes me do it every day because that's it. It's like, you know, okay, you set yourself up for a 40 day, 
practice or however many days and then you miss one and then you kind of lose your momentum and then you know maybe <laughs> you know if it, if more than one day goes by maybe one day is not so bad but depends on where you are in there but um yeah yeah. I, I need that. I need you guys to keep <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I've been on and off so much. And and to me, it's like if I if I have a, a strong practice or even just a short practice, I mean we only do it like an hour, right? Um everything is smoother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I mean that's why I wanted sa- a sadhana practice, like an early morning one, because to me, every time I practice sadhana early in the morning, it's like the day was just magical and blissful. <laughs> you know, no matter what happens, it's like <laughs> that's a yeah. lot. Yeah, well, that's definitely true, and that's why I keep coming, and that's why I don't want to stop with sadhana, even though on my own, um, uh, it was harder to go as long for like an hour or two hours. Um, so I would just do on my own sometimes, you know, 20, 30 minutes. But still, I always make sure that I have to do it because the, you could feel it on the way your day went. And mm-hmm. even now, uh, this is kind of cool that I go through my day and when I make a mistake, I r- r- see it clearly that, oh my gosh, this was a mistake. I shouldn't have done it. Maybe other people didn't even see it or, but to me, I saw it. And that's a, that's a kind of a spiritual progress, right? To see yourself in your own eyes. Uh, Lots of times we go kind of blindly through life, not even realizing how we might be harming others or ourselves. But with the practice, even uh, it's rare, right? Now with sadhana, I know that I'm going to make less mistakes, that the day is going to go smoothly, that I'm going to be more aware. Um, But also I'm going to be able to see where I'm going wrong and maybe catch myself early so that I don't repeat those mistakes. And and that's Mm -hmm. huge. That's so valuable. And also Mm -hmm. I want to mention, I think that when we practice we also help others right like we can that and that was always at the end of jabji that with your presence you're gonna help carry others yeah to, to whatever it is as yeah. well yeah and you I know how, yeah i kind of miss doing jabji <laughs> maybe yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or some recitation of something i don't know but yeah yeah well, I'll share my story with you guys. As yeah, well, I, was I don't say. think I. <laughs> um, yeah, I was kind of similar to both of you. Uh, I was like back when not VHS but DVDs, uh, and I think Netflix was still sending out DVDs <laughs> back at that time. <laughs> um, because my friend started doing yoga, and I was like, and I was a dancer my whole life, and I thought yoga it's like you know, for, for someone, I just, it's like a low level of activity. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. Uh, But she started it. So I was like, okay, I haven't been dancing for a while. So maybe I'll do yoga now. And um, I did a few DVDs. um, And I was like looking for 
wanted to try different types of yoga. And then in the description of Kundalini yoga, it said that it's rhythmic and that it's like a repetitive exercise. I was like, yeah, that's what I want. I don't want like just long breaths and, you know. So I tried it. And from like the Om Namo Gurudev Namo, it was Guru Muktivedi. From Om Namo Gurudev Namo, I was like, I love it. This is what yoga should be. This is what I was looking for my whole life without even knowing I was looking for it. Um, so I kept on practicing with the DVDs and I discovered Raviana DVDs. Uh, and and I did it for a while and I did it so religiously. I, I felt so in love with it. Um, I was giving out people DVDs for Christmas of <laughs> Kundalini Yoga. <laughs> I don't know if anybody, maybe they practiced it, but, um, and, and then there was a voice that said, you know, you live in New York city. I'm sure there are Kundalini classes around. You should go and try some. I'm like, wow, I never been to a yoga class. I don't know even like how to go about it. <laughs> what happens? <laughs> how do I sign up? Um, so I, did research and I found uh, Kundalini East. That was the first studio I went to. And then I I did further search and I found uh, very good reviews about this teacher called Hari Carr. And she was in um, Golden Bridge at that time. So I went there and I, I just stayed with her, did the teacher training with her. And uh, yeah, did a lot of training with her. And like six months later, after I started practicing yoga, I signed up for teacher training. So, yeah. <laughs> and before that, I was like, I saw a poster, like you said, Alice. And I was like, who wants to be a yoga teacher? What kind of career is that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then a month later, I was the one signing up for it. <laughs> I wanted, and not so much because I wanted to be yoga teacher, but because I was like, I need to know more. I need to be yeah. in this energy and I need to know more. Yeah. But I and did it's become like just constantly learning, right? There's so much in there. Yeah. 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 It's like you join a current and then you just flow with that current and it's taking mm -hmm. you somewhere yeah. nice. Yeah. The current of energy. Yeah. Yes, that was nice. Um, so let's talk about this sadhana because we are practicing uh, Kriya for Radiance and uh, Long Ekonkaras. She's yeah. so powerful. Uh, anything that you notice during this? I think we are on a day. We are like on... Uh, after 30th day i think okay it's the 21st gonna be oh my goodness we have a few days left <laughs> see this is yeah this is what you said alice like who's counting days <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter anymore yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah our last day is good oh, not last day we're probably gonna continue until we find something new to practice yeah. until the next new moon i like that we start on a new moon perfect timing to me and then you have like a few extra days to catch up if you started later 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're always in the flow. Yeah. Yeah, I love this practice. I, I feel like it's a full body workout kind of, you know, and it's not it's not too difficult, I don't think. I don't know. I don't know how other people feel about it, but um I love the meditation. I that's a powerful meditation. I mean that's one of the first ones that was given. Um yeah. It I, I feel like my voice is getting better through it, just through mm -hmm. hearing, just through resonating and you know it's it's a good meditation because you have different places to focus on. So you you have your attention. <laughs> You've got to constantly bring it back and you can add the color of the chakras in there too. And, yeah. yeah. And the sound is kind of like colorful too because there are different layers to it. Yeah. Sharp and long. Yeah. And, um, and I agree. I think... I think just being in sadhana and just being in this practice now with everyone for some time, I noticed that my throat, my voice is much more sure and much more expressive. And and I did know for a very long time that this is an area that is difficult for me is to kind of like say what I mean and mean what I say, mm -hmm. um, speaking up. And I can speak up in when it comes to other situations or causes, when it comes to myself, sometimes I struggle with that. But whether it was the Japji and now with, you know, chanting Echo and Car, the way we have, I almost feel like a depth when I'm chanting, this, this depth that I've never had or heard in my voice before that is just so striking to me and surprising because I just didn't know. I didn't know that I could do that and it might sound it's something to be experienced but at the same time all I can say is that I feel like I'm able to speak in a way that I previously couldn't and in terms of just the heart opening oh just that opening up of the heart and just having things break open when they need to break open and being comfortable with that and being and being happy with that too because it's joyful when you feel that expansion within yourself mm -hmm. yeah i want to also mention about this uh mantra yeah and like um veronica and alice as you said lots of us struggle with the throat and being able to yeah, express ourselves because that is yeah, that is something that uh, they don't teach you in school, right? Everywhere you go, you have to be quiet. Yeah. And then if you want to speak, there is only like one dim dimension of speaking that you can do, like one short wave. And as a woman, especially, right? You yeah. always need to speak kindly, beautifully, blah, blah, blah. And this one, where it's like, that was like I didn't at the first when I was learning this meditation I was like I don't want to do that it's <laughs> too powerful that's that's not that's not me and uh, it just gives you that no you have that depth mm -hmm. you know and you have that power you can use this power uh it, it's almost like a uh like um 
the word I'm using, looking for is uh, permission, right? The permission to be powerful. I love that. And so you say that egg, like so powerfully, and then you vibrate, and then sat is again so powerful. Mm -hmm. uh, and there are just so many different layers to it. It's like the layers of our emotions and of our personalities. And that's, yeah. But then the total effect, it's totally zoned out. <laughs> I, I'm there. I was like, oh, it's already 20 minutes. Like, I can't yeah. believe it. <laughs> yeah, it goes fast. Yeah. Mm. I don't know where we go, but. <laughs> yeah. Into the ethers and our true self. I feel like that's it. It's like that's what all of this practice and it gives us that you know, closeness to our truer self. So all kinds of things can happen in life and, you know, in, in the mind too. And it's like this just smooths the edges out. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I definitely feel, because I'm, I, I get, I can be emotional, like roller coaster and everything. And and I feel like I'm not so much anymore since we started this. Mm -hmm. and, and that's, I feel like also because it's, it's more effective as a group, right? I mean, you can do something alone, but when you have that group energy, like you're that much stronger because we're all, we're all doing it together. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I feel calmer. And I do feel like when things happen, um, I process more and I pause more. I slow down mm -hmm. and I allow myself to slow down. And when I notice that I'm not doing that, I'm like, oh, you're not doing that. Slow down. You know? yeah. yeah, it's funny because I was uh, rushing to our meeting today, right? <laughs> and uh, because I just got back home and I said, no, I kept telling myself, you can manage it perfectly. Don't worry. Don't rush. You have time for everything. And I kept telling myself, this man, you have time for everything. And true enough, you know, I sat here with like five minutes to spare to calm <laughs> myself down. That's that's what sadhana is doing to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's it. It's like it gives you more time. I think that's what the magic was. It's like you just have more time somehow I don't know and it's the it's the early rising right because you've given I don't know, you've given that space for that that stillness mm -hmm. maybe I don't know yeah well the way Yogi Bhajan said it's like you give in 10% of your time ideally you should be doing two and a half hours yeah <laughs> so that's exactly 10% of 24 hours and you, you get everything back, everything you need. So yeah. really, really interesting. Well, maybe that's something we can explore in a new year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know we are kind of busy, but um, doing two and a half hour practices. We did that, right? Like in summer, we did like two and a half hours of Olegunkar or something. We did well, yeah. Akari and oh, Sadna. Yeah. For, yeah, um, 
for like Yogi Bhajan's birthday or something. So yeah. Yeah. But I feel like with uh, I don't remember. You see, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> so um, yeah. what do you guys think we should do about next year and new moon? Any anything? Uh, well, I'm definitely out for a longer practice. <laughs> I yeah. won't object to that, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. I would love a longer practice because it is so beautiful and it is the benefits have just been unexplainable, you know, and at the same time, very tangible. I think if you talk to people that are in my life, they probably would say that they've noticed a shift you know, but I, I would love a longer practice. I think that would be great. And just even, you know, and we've used the word magic, you know, just the idea of just viewing ourselves and seeing the world through that lens, because it is magical. And how do we explore that through our practices? Um, just as a quick example, uh, when I go hiking, sometimes I'll stop to listen to the birds speaking to each other. And I and we were talking about voice before, and that really resonates with me when I hear the animals in their wildness, right? In their wildness, no one's telling them to stop. And even if someone did, they wouldn't. <laughs> but it's just just being in that space of magic and, and truth. I just, yeah, anyway. And I think we do explore that anyway, but anyway, we can further that. I think that would be wonderful. Mm -hmm. Mm, so maybe yeah maybe more chanting definitely mm -hmm. uh, uh yeah like aquarian sadhana has all these chants and i i also noticed like a really big shift that happens with that and the quality of your voice and the quality of your self-expression that happens just being yourself like that idea of birds doing whatever they want to do no <laughs> one is telling them even if someone tells them to be quiet <laughs> yeah it's so good to know what they were actually singing about <laughs> but you can you can just tune in and listen yeah yeah, yeah that's what they say like every bird has a message mm, i love that yeah <laughs> uh, i feel like with um with our practice I have understood a lot like a lot of like spiritual significance behind things even today you know we were talking about uh, birthday cake and the candles and when you blow it because um, people are like oh you know you remember like during pandemic they were like don't blow the candles uh, and I was like wow but that's kind of like the purpose of it it's not just to like to blow off the candles it's like you are taking your breath and you place a wish on your breath and that breath you send out into the ethers right with your wish and with a little bit of carbon or a little bit of smoke from the candles so that the the, the world can take care of it and bring it back to you and but for someone who you know, it's just blowing off candles. Someone who just lives in a material world. But the, 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 it came through that kind of intention. And everything in the world and in our life 
has like the deeper spiritual meaning to it that I feel like the practice opens us to seeing, seeing our own purpose, right? In whatever mm -hmm. subtle realms yeah. exist. And I think it's it's like not being so affected either by everything that's going on, you know, in the world with all <laughs> all the events and everything. It's like it's still life and it's still God. You know, it's an expression of God. We are all expressions of God and manifestations and yeah, yeah it's like it we don't need to get caught up or you know bombarded like we are bombarded but we don't need to be bothered by it and I think yeah this practice does that it's like I mean maybe you'll get bothered but maybe it won't last as long you know or are you or that's it it's like you know to just okay take a moment and mm -hmm. yeah. yeah and even I think even for those who are who might feel bothered, right? I think it's also what is what what can I do, right? What can I do to support or to help, right? And not be overwhelmed by that thought and find that way and understand that that is that is enough. What what you're doing is enough. And I think that's important too. It's like allowing things to be what they are, but understanding your role within it. And I think that's really beautiful what you said, Alice. Yeah, like it's just kind of just saying, okay, it's being very pragmatic about it and understanding that this is what I can do. This is what I can offer. Yeah. And I think that's that's pretty that's pretty amazing too. Yeah. Yeah. And and at the same time too, it's it's like at the end of job we're uplifting ourselves. Right. And every and it just like ripples out, you know, it's like that that light that we've ignited in ourselves, you know, it's, it catches on, <laughs> it spreads. I and, love that. It's true. Yeah. yeah I think that's part of why it's so important to do this. Like we need this, the world needs this. Right. And I, I think that, yeah, it's the best thing we can do um, to make the world a better place is to control our minds, right. To meditate, and so that our minds can't be controlled by the outside world and yeah we can be more godlike i guess because we we're human but we're also you know part what is it part angel part, part man or woman and part um immortal souls yeah <laughs> there's so many parts of us yeah <laughs> Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's beautiful. Uh, another thing that I wanted, one more thing I wanted to say about this sadhana, this particular one that, about the radiant body. Um, it always says that when you practice for a radiant body, things get easier. Like, people will just respond to you without you even doing anything. And uh, I'm noticing it in school, actually, a lot now. It's like, I don't have to strive so hard. I don't have to work so hard. And like, they get it. 
yeah. or things just go smoother for whatever reason. Mm. Maybe it's not me, maybe not, maybe not, but at least it seems to be. Oh, no, I totally agree. I think there's a calming effect that allows you to be seen without having like you're saying to strive for that to strive to be heard to strive to be noticed it's so interesting because I agree with that I feel like things are falling into place without me having to stress or to be anxious about getting things done it's more about okay this is what you know this is what it is or this is you know there's just a level of calm there's a level of calm I think they, that people notice and that resonates with people and that they feel they want to be near that, that calm, especially with everything happening, right? People want that shelter and whatever we can do to radiate that, especially through this particular practice, I do feel that, that being that, that lighthouse, right? Being the lighthouse and, um, and allowing people to, uh, to kind of feel and know that they, they can be with in your space in that way in a healthy way yeah <laughs> yeah yeah because there's so much judgment going around and so much poking into other people and so much prodding into others and it's like if you don't do it people are like thank you yeah and and personally also I'm learning about how to communicate in a way that it's not as I want this done my way <laughs> but communicate in a way that leaves other an option whether to go with me or not to go with me and, and it's okay right like every so this is something that I'm like really implementing in my life to leave um give given information or give my standpoint and leave an option to them whether they want to join or not to join or you know what do they think maybe I'll change my mind at the end of the day I don't know um and yeah and I feel like it's less it's more welcoming and gives a space to others it respects them mm -hmm. yeah. and then you find that it does go go your way <laughs> yeah it yeah. no it goes the best way uh, not the best way but the you know the universal way <laughs> yeah yeah um, so yeah, that was nice. Anything else you guys would like to share? We'll definitely do something for the boys and for, um, for kind of like embodying our own energies and our own power. Mm. But even that word, like embodying our power, it's again, like, Oh, someone who's pushing something where it's like that's not the way to go in 21st century I feel like yeah because we that that like yeah. pushing someone yeah. creates resistance but but I feel like that is our power is is to um it just let it happen kind of thing it's like you just put it out there and then wait for it to come to you you know yeah you don't need to struggle or fight it's just like yeah you're, you're being taken care of you know just put put it out there put the effort you need and yeah yeah and I think um that just makes me think of the idea of being whole and wholeness and that that hope that I always have for for those who I 
not just even care about, even for people who I don't know, I, I want them to know that they, they are, they have everything they need. You have, like you were saying, Alice, you have everything that you need in this life. You just need to see yourself in your wholeness and, and holiness. And that's so important today. It's, um, yeah, I think it's something that I reflect on a lot is just that wish that I have for everyone to know that they are, that they are love and they are loved. Even if it's not expressly happening that the universe loves them and they can express love too and I just yeah I really and I know that that through the, the practices that we've been engaging into that that really feels more I feel that more yeah yeah and um with that wholeness is also I think you said it at the beginning, Veronica, where it's like, and even Jabji says it, that you just have to accept yourself the way you are. Lots of times the qualities we have, we don't appreciate them because we think they're not good enough or that they're somehow lacking and uh, that we need to change ourselves. And it's like very subtle qualities that you can become aware of and that can start fulfilling you. And you'll see that you're creating change, but it might be subtle and, and, and your importance is very subtle, but it's definitely there. Mm -hmm. uh, and in that way you can grow, right? Like that's the idea of wholeness, right? Accepting yourself. If you're not accepting something, each time you are becoming less and less than mm -hmm. you are yourself. Yeah. And and to me that's it. It's like we're all an expression of God and and we're all individuals and, and that's who you are. It's you with your qualities and your faults. And you know, they're both gifts. <laughs> Even your fault is a gift. It's yeah. there for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm accepting. To me also, it's like, it doesn't matter what we practice. <laughs> I think it's all powerful. It's all going to work <laughs> at this point. It's just, yeah, it doesn't matter how. Yeah, it's just that we wake up and we do this. Yeah. Yeah. Wake up early too. <laughs> it's the early <laughs> Important, I think. Extra important anyway. Yeah, it's such a beautiful time to be up. It's just so potent and sacred. And, you know, my daughter's in college, so so I do feel even more of that, um, that peacefulness during that time. When she was little, you know, she was running around. And it was still special. It was different. But now it's just this, this beautiful calm. It's just, it's a gorgeous time to be up, to practice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's very different to practice early versus yeah. whenever is convenient. Yeah. How do you feel during the day? Like, do you feel like uh, more rushed or how is it to practice at 1030, Alice? Well, I mean, it's, it's okay. Cause actually <laughs> it's because it I've been traveling back and forth so much. So I'm still like settling in and, and, uh, so I go to bed a bit late and I mm -hmm. wake up a bit late. Um, but 
but slowly I'm gonna get back to getting up earlier. But no, I, I don't feel rushed at all. Um, it's just that, you know, maybe somebody will wake up and then need my help and then so but they know, you know, I have an hour here that yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is what I'm doing. So Yeah, once you can like create a habit and create it as like this is your space, this is your time. Uh, then it doesn't so much matter what time it is. It's, yeah. not, it's like, a, I don't know if I share this with you guys. Uh, Joseph Campbell has that, that everybody should have a designated space. He talks about the space, right, in the house, mostly like a special area where you don't know what time is it, where you don't know any of your worries, where you don't have anything. And that's kind of like what Sadna is to me, like, I wake up, I don't know, I didn't look at the phone. I don't know what's happening anywhere. I just know that I am here and you guys are here and we are doing it and we are supporting one another. And this is my space. No one is going to disturb me in this space, in this time where I can just connect with my soul, with the soul of the world. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's a it's a blessing for ourselves and and it's also a blessing that we kind of offer in this way to to do this kind of practice. It's yeah, it's kind of the opposite of everybody constantly being distracted, right? We need that energy to kind of balance that out. Yeah, I totally agree with that. But yeah, I I mean once you start, you know, walking and waking into the to the day with the world, sometimes it's like I notice more that I try not to be on my phone when I'm at work. I have to be on my computer a lot, but um, I try not to to engage in it as you know the phone and just the distractions as much because I think the sadhana really you you want that feeling throughout the day you want that peace throughout the day um when it's when it's possible yeah yeah okay well we'll think of what to do for uh the new year and new moon that will start uh what kind of energies we want to embody more um if we have maybe creative projects there was something that was kind of on my mind so uh to work through resistance <laughs> oh yeah i like that creativity yeah we'll see yeah, anything creativity always up for that too <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay yeah well thank you so so much for uh, you know having this wonderful chat talking about this beautiful topic uh and if anybody else wants to join us, you know, uh, we practice at 5.45. It might change. The time might change mm -hmm. um, because of like when we start. But we usually end uh, before 7. Mm -hmm. um, and um, yeah, come in. Surprise yourself. What do you can do? By the way, Sadna daily daily practice is one of the hardest things for people to accomplish mm. like it's um a 40-day meditations and things like that it's the hardest but 
in the group, it just gets so much easier. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you miss a day here or there. Just <laughs> keep trying, you know. <laughs> yeah. The more you do it, the easier it'll get. The more you'll want to do it. Yeah, and I agree. And I think also, um, because because we're repeat doing you know repeating the uh, the sequences every day, I think what's interesting too is you remember them more, right? So even if you miss whatever you remember, or even if you just want to chant, do that. Do yeah. whatever you need to do so that to not and don't worry like you know like you said Alice if you miss a day that's okay but if you have time to to do something go go for it mm. yeah. yeah exactly yeah all right so once again <laughs> thank you thank and you. maybe we'll do it again maybe yeah maybe we'll do like a little announcement for our next sadhana or something like that okay yeah yeah that would be great yeah <laughs> Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank, Thank you. you.